using a market timing rule to size an option position. Position sizing and portfolio allocation have not received much attention in the options trading community. In this post we are going to apply a simple position sizing rule and see how it performs within the context of volatility trading. An option position can be sized by using, for example a Markov model where the size of the position can be a function of the regime transition probability. While this is a research venue that we would like to explore, we decided to start with a simpler approach. We chose an algorithm that is intuitive enough for both quant and non-quant portfolio managers and traders. We utilize the market timing rule proposed by Faber who applied it to different asset classes in the context of portfolio allocation. The rule is as follows. Buy when monthly price greater than 10 MSMA. Sell and move to cash when monthly price less than 10 MSMA. This remarkably simple timing rule has been used successfully by Faber and others. It has proved to improve portfolios' risk-adjusted returns. Within the context of volatility trading, we compare two option strategies. First strategy, no timing, sell one month at the money, ATM, put option on every option expiration Friday. The option is held until maturity, i.e. for one month. The position is kept delta neutral, i.e. it is rehedged at the end of every day. Second strategy, 10 MSMA, similar to the above except that Faber's timing rule is applied, i.e. we only sell an ATM put option if the closing price of the underlying is greater than its 10 MSMA. Note, however, that unlike Faber, here we define the end of month as the option expiration Friday, and not the calendar end of month. A short discussion on the rationale for choosing a market timing rule is in order here. Within the context of portfolio allocation, the 10 MSMA rule is used for timing the direction of the market, i.e. the PNL driver is mostly market beta. Our trade's PNL driver is, on the other hand, the dynamics of the implied realized volatility spread. But as shown in a previous post, the implied realized volatility dynamics correlates highly with the market returns. Therefore, we thought that we could use a directional timing strategy to size an options portfolio despite the fact that the PNL drivers are different, at least theoretically. We tested the two strategies on SPY options from February 2007 to November 2016. A table on our website provides a summary of the trade statistics. A graph on our website shows the equity curves of the two strategies. As it can be seen from the table and the graph, except for the worst drawdown, we don't see much of an improvement when the 10 MSMA timing rule is applied. Although it avoided the worst period during the global financial crisis, overall the 10 MSMA strategy made less money than the no timing strategy. The non-improvement of Faber's rule in the context of volatility selling probably relates to the fact that we are using a directional timing algorithm to size a trade whose PNL driver is the volatility dynamics. A position sizing algorithm based directly on the volatility dynamics would have a better chance of success.